welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, on November 12th, emergency responders and Washington residents gathered around the Griner Building, where flames were visible protruding through the rooftop. Within hours, it was clear that the former library building would be out of commission for some time. Business owners had to find new locations to do their work. For the location's titular Griner Buildings Incorporated, employees found themselves working in Sittler Suite, a block up the road within a month. The business will ideally move back in at the same spot. Plans are still in the air. The majority of businesses displaced by the fire have moved into the ground floor of Federation Bank, renting out space very recently vacated by the company's move to a new location. Most said the space was a temporary solution as they wait to hear the long-term fate of the Griner Building. The Goldfinch Solar Project was among those, organized by out-of-state companies Bechtel and Conifer Power. The office was affiliated with the proposed solar facility north of Ainsworth. Conifer Power Vice President of Development Chad Little said the Washington office was used primarily for meetings while other paperwork would care, could carry on outside the county. The Washington County Riverboat Foundation lost its office in the fire as well, which was connected to the Washington Economic Development Group. WCRF Executive Director Patty Collar said the nonprofit planned to move into Federation Bank as well, but that she had been working from home in the meantime. Blissed Out Wellness and affiliated company Lunar Transitions now provided their meditations, massages, and yoga in the former bank's lobby and offices. Lunar Transitions owner Tammy Howard said the space had a different energy but still served its purpose. Blissed Out Wellness owner Melissa Turner said much of the material in the old studio was irreversibly damaged by smoke and water, but a few items, including one massage table, some crystal bowls, tapestries, and a gong, survived. While Turner and Howard have worked hard to make their new location feel the same as their last, the business owner said it was impossible to replicate perfectly, like moving from a house into a hotel. The Mount Pleasant Chamber Alliance announced the selection of its new executive vice president, Rachel Lindeen, Tuesday, January 10th. Effective February 13th, Lindeen, a Mount Pleasant native, will fill the vacancy created when Christy Perry resigned on November 30th. Lindeen's nine years of experience in the Chamber of Commerce industry most recently includes serving as the Talent Development and Government Relations Director at the Greater Burlington Partnership. In this position, Lindeen managed workforce and talent recruitment, led government relations activities, worked on regional workforce initiatives, and led numerous events and volunteers. In addition to her work experience, Lindeen graduated from the University of Iowa with a degree in economics and completed the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Institute for Organizational Management. She was very active on numerous boards and volunteer organizations throughout Southeast Iowa. Library staff say they plan to host their first blood drive with 15 time slots scheduled for January 17th. The event is coordinated with a group called Impact Life. Chris Siasto, an account manager for the organization, said it was an important time of the year for blood donations due to a 10% deficit in collections due to the holidays. Kiasto said Washington had national recognition for its unusually high don blood donor population, about 20% of people, well above the national average of 5 to 7%. Smaller pocket drives like the libraries helped to grow the pool even further. Adult Services Library Tammy Valentine helped organize the event. She said the library hoped to repeat and ramp up the drive in future years. We're going to take a quick, quick break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, but first, obituaries. Cynthia K. Biggs of Fairfield passed away on January 10th at the age of 64. Funeral services will be held at 10 a.m. January 17th at Benner Funeral Home. David Lawrence Mazinski of Wilton passed away on January 8th at the age of 57. Funeral mass will begin at 10 a.m. January 16th at the St. Mary's Catholic Church in Fairfield. Cranston Family Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Elizabeth A. Statz of Columbus Junction passed away on January 11th at the age of 42. Celebration of life will be held at 10.30 a.m. January 17th at the Marion Avenue Baptist Church in Washington. Jones Neen Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. Today will be the last chilly day for a while before temperatures start to rise. The high today is just above freezing at 32 degrees and it is partly cloudy. Tomorrow temperatures will rise 10 degrees to 43 and it will be mostly sunny. On Sunday it will be even warmer at 48 degrees but it will be cloudy. And on Monday, there is an 85% chance of rain, and it will be the warmest day in the forecast with a high of 54. On Tuesday, temperatures will fall to 45 degrees, and it will be cloudy. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at tonight's basketball games. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. You know, it's not a question of what all you have and 
so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656 been in healthcare for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the healthcare business and wants to take care of others. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. Friday is bringing yet another week of enticing matchups throughout the Southeast Conference. Once again, all SEC boys and girls will be in action with some conference implications on the line. One of the bigger matchups coming into Friday is none other than the matchup on the boys' side between Mount Pleasant and Fairfield. The Panthers currently sit at the top of the SEC rankings. Mount Pleasant has been on a roll as of late, winning three straight. The Panthers' lone conference loss came against Burlington with a 56-54 final. Fairfield enters the week off a loss to Washington, but prior to that, the Trojans down Centerville and Keokuk. Speaking of the Demons, they will head down to Keokuk to face the Chiefs. A big opportunity awaits as a Demon win in a Mount Pleasant loss would propel Washington to the top of the league. Washington enters the contest off a loss to Burlington Notre Dame on the road. The Demons had won a pair prior to the loss. On the girls' side, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield will square off in Fairfield. Mount Pleasant and Fairfield currently hold the fourth and fifth spots in the SEC. A win for the Panthers would help them jump in the rankings, along with losses by Keokuk, Washington, and Fort Madison. Mount Pleasant enters this week's contest off a victory over Holy Trinity Catholic. Before that game, the Panthers came up just short to top-seeded Fort Madison, 24-19. Washington can make a leap with a victory over Keokuk. It wouldn't put the Demons into second in the conference. The Demons come into the Friday night matchup of a loss to number 10 in Class 1A Notre Dame. Uh, the, last night, they, we live-streamed the wrestle meet between Mount Pleasant and Washington, our first foray into live sports. So you can go back and watch that on Washington or Mount Pleasant Live's Facebook page, on Washington Live's YouTube page, or Washington Live's Spotify page. It is now up as of this morning. That's the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.